You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And this week, we'll start off with talking to Rob and see what he's been up to. Yeah, so uh, not too much, but it's nice to be back streaming and uh, and doing this live for anyone out there that may be watching or been waiting for us to, to stream again. Um, for me... It's yeah. been a little bit of catching up on some of the uh, some of the games that I've been meaning to play. So a little bit of God of War, of course. I find I'm just not very good at it, so I get frustrated <laughs> and stop. What, uh, what need... difficulty are you on? I don't know. I think I'm 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 not on the easiest one, and I'm afraid that's where I'm going to end up. Okay. So it can be tough at times. Some of the fu- you just have to learn some of the some of the ins and outs of the enemies. Yeah, I don't want to be so shameful though, and and drop it all the way down. But... <laughs> I'm also uh, getting back into doing um, the Shadow of War, and that's nice. really cool. Um, now that the developer, almost a year later, has allowed for the game to be played normally, <laughs> yeah, and and not with cash inserted, um, it's it, it's pretty interesting. Is that out now so, with the not in cash inserted? Okay, yeah. no, that that comes out soon. Huh? Okay, okay, not already. So I've been waiting already, on that. So you already can't buy gold, and they're mm-hmm. shutting the marketplace down. Gotcha. And they've they've changed it to where everything else is. And I don't think it, I don't know if it's still running or not, but they had the season pass and the um, the extra content on sale for half off. So nice. I took my regular edition and, and bumped it all the way up to the gold edition for for twenty bucks. So I need yeah, to check out that uh, neat new content. Yeah. So uh, that's been about it for me. I'm uh, you know doing a lot of work related stuff too, so that keeps me away, but. I could tell you about all the uh, the development stuff I'm doing. That's been <laughs> so what I've been playing now is... <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of Spring Boot and uh, hibernating uh, database entities. Oh, my so. goodness. <laughs> all right, so... so yeah. yeah, so what have you been up to, Andrew? Well, we, you were talking about, like, shaming and, like, uh, not playing enough God of War. Well, I have not been playing God of War, and I haven't, I haven't been playing any of the recent games, so I really want to get into those games, like even Horizon Zero Dawn, or uh, even Shadow of War, so eventually, possibly. Mm-hmm. But right now, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. It's just so <laughs> relaxing. There's it something a, about fishing that just easy game to jump into. Easy, it's so yeah. easy. It's so easy to get into. And um, I feel almost like I I left some like important information out because you know it was obviously a holiday weekend yeah. this past weekend, so oh, I yeah. was actually out of town, and uh, I took in a movie I I promised I would not see. Mm-hmm. So I did watch on solo, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we made our way to Animal Kingdom, and I got to ride that Avatar ride. So I think nice. Most of my free gaming time was standing in line waiting for Avatar ride. Nice, <laughs> but it is a four and a half minute ride, which is kind of wow. surprising. Wow, crazy. Maybe we have a little review during that. <laughs> sure, so I do have we, a good review. We t- we talk cool. roller coasters. We talk. <laughs> And then yeah. other than that, Destiny 2. I love my Destiny 2. I can't get enough of that game that gameplay. That gameplay loop is good. And the grind is real. It's so real. Cause I'm not even I'm I'm getting really close to the end, but it's just it's still so so far away. I'm glad so, Bungie has uh, that one dedicated player. Hey, it's one good. there there's several thousand of us. <laughs> so that's been that's been me. Well, there's, I've, uh, dozens of, of there's, yeah, there's dozens of there's us. There's dozens. There's no. There's dozens. There dozens of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've been we'll uh, a little bit more beta, a little bit more wild beta. Not a lot. I hit max level. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. And uh, I tried out State of Decay 2 because it came out. 
Oh wow! Um, okay. uh, free for game plus uh, game pass. Yep, game players. pass right now. Yeah. yeah. If so, if you never canceled that from when you played uh, sea, of sea of Thieves, yeah. you can go try out the say the K two, and uh, yeah. I mean, or it's only forty bucks. So. Or thirty bucks. Yeah, thirty, 30 bucks. Thirty bucks. Yeah. The game yeah. is thirty. I think the enhanced edition's like forty, but they were they were giving away those I shouldn't say giving away, but they were doing those game passes before they announced the whole first uh first party deal. Mm-hmm. You could buy a whole year for forty dollars uh for those. You can't see it anymore, but there was yeah. a time. But uh other than that, I actually Went back and played a little bit of Battlefield One since you know we had Battlefield Five being out, so I've been playing a little bit of it. Great game, I love yeah. it. It's yeah. fun. Sometimes I just get the mood to go around and shoot people, and yeah, yeah it's a good yeah. way to it's with those old style guns that. that are yeah. completely accurate for some reason. But yeah, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. So that's good, good fun stuff. And uh, of course, when it's on so, uh, Han Solo, and we'll talk about that. But uh, we have some big news to talk about, so I guess we Huge. just jump right into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you Unless you've been living under a rock for the past 24 hours, you probably noticed that Bethesda's been streaming for a long time the last couple of days. Uh, <laughs> Bethesda's such a troll. Yeah, 20 plus hours, and it was just a screen, a watch, and a, uh, yeah, a pit boy, and it said, please stand by, you know, the whole Fallout thing. Well, uh, we we stood by long enough, <laughs> and today they showed us a teaser trailer for uh, what is being called Fallout 76. So mm-hmm. we skipped we skipped uh five through seventy five <laughs> and just went straight to seventy six. No context, that's um, not it just, yeah. just seventy six. It doesn't show much. Uh we see the inside of a vault. Uh you see one person put his pit boy on and he's got a jumpsuit on that says seventy six on it, and it cuts off and I think at the end it might see something at see you at E three or something. And yeah. uh so hype train so, rolled out of the station, rumor mill started going, and uh yeah, what was so, its peak people? I think it was like 160k or something. There was like like a that. lot of people watching Just nothing, <laughs> watching absolutely nothing. <laughs> so much hype for. I mean, it, it was something at the very end. I, I was watching Co so. Carnage this morning, and like, it, you know, he's talking about it, and people like he's just he's making fun of like people pick out every little detail, like. Okay, they moved this by a centimeter yesterday, or there is a <laughs> there's a cupcake on the screen now, and they at one point they have plushies in the background, that kind of thing. But it uh, tells you how much people. That's when love that guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like when that guy from Epic had the uh, the fireplace going, and he uh, had like oh, the, uh, was like that Overwatch? That was Overwatch. Yeah, oh, that was Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, it was the yeah. That yep. was good too. So that was yeah, funny. you talked to, you talked about this Fallout video, uh, Fallout seventy six, and you, mm-hmm. you comment a little bit about what's going on. But I took a little bit deeper dive. In oh the yeah, video. as Rob would, yeah, as Rob as would. I would. <laughs> uh, so my very first note is. Uh, this should be called Fallout 5. The fact that they're not calling it Fallout 5 makes me think that this is not a true Fallout 5 mm-hmm. sequel yep. to the game that came out but know, a few years makes, ago. New Vegas was Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, but that was by a different developer. And it, it was. was it was by Obsidian. Yeah. So this is this is Bethesda. So this is their main mm-hmm. wheelhouse. I think I'm and with you on this one now. There's a couple clues that this is also an eastern seaboard uh, release uh, due to a couple of factors. Take me uh, home, country road. Take me home, country road. Uh, playing in the background, being right. West Virginia or the you know greater DC area um, mm-hmm. could be kind of construed from that. So uh, this is leading me to believe that you're probably the rumors about it being a survival game, potentially in the wooded area of mm-hmm. Fallout, uh, probably makes a lot of sense. Of course, you'll always have those 
those uh, towns and whatnot, but they'll probably right. make it more scattered. And mm-hmm. I would almost expect it to be similar in a way to uh, Far Cry 5 in terms people, of its overall layout. People, huh. uh, they came out and said that, uh, or no, no one's came out and said it's rumored to be that it's not going to be your traditional RPG experience. Mm-hmm. And that if you're hoping for that, you're probably going to be disappointed. Mm. Um, the way that the base kind of looked, uh, it could be a base builder or a city builder. And I'll kind of get onto why that might be here in a second. Or it could be a Rust clone. Or sort of like what Rob was talking about with kind of a survival open world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Don't say yeah. they're Battle Royale. Yeah, it could be, be Fallout 76, Battle Royale. 76 oh, people man. enter the vault, only one leaves. <laughs> they could pivot. They could pivot. So there's a couple of other things here. So one of the uh, one of the signs in there says celebrate Reclamation Day. Yeah. Yep. So that lets you kind of ties in some theories that like, okay, maybe you're making a more permanent stake in things. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be, I'm not totally surprised that this might follow some of the kind of the arc uh, type of um, world building where you have mm-hmm. like permanent settlements on a server. Mm-hmm. I could certainly see that. Um, and it would lend itself well to at the end of Fallout 4, or I shouldn't say the end, but throughout Fallout 4, you've got your base of operations. Base building in that, yep. And, and from the that trailer, felt like it looks a different game. Yeah, it looks like the, the from the trailer, it looks like they're using the Fallout 4 engine, mm-hmm. at least for the trailer. It, certainly it looked a little bit way. more toned. It looked, it looked a little bit more. Oh, yeah, yeah I would hope so. Yeah. We have, you know, well, I don't know if any years. of this in in game graphics. I'm pretty right. sure that's all pre rendered right. stuff. So. Oh, okay. It looks, well, the, the, it looks very similar. Well, yeah, it looks very similar, but also it was very clear because I was able to read yeah. a lot of things by pausing. Uh, so I did notice that they are talking about the tricentennial, uh, yep. 1776 to 2076. Yep. Now, yeah. did you notice on the either on the Pip-Boy or on the computer that it was not the year 2076, it was the year 2102? Mm-hmm. So this would actually be 26 years uh, pre- or past that point. Uh, when this game will actually be going. In fact, specifically, <laughs> October 27th, 2102. So October 27th comes up twice in the trailer, once on the uh, on the uh, computer, the next time on the Pip-Boy. So I wonder if we're getting a little bit of a, of a sneak preview about release dates or potentially maybe, maybe more news. Uh, so. uh, man, I don't know how <laughs> you're getting this so crazy. It's good Do you stuff. want some, some so background on the Vault 76? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the 17 original control vaults. So there was no experiments done in this vault. Uh, it was purely the Ooh. people would stay in there and they would leave. It was uh, you're supposed to. They were supposed to come out. I think 20 years after the bombs fall is when uh-huh. the doors were supposed to open. That's when they were supposed to. And uh, yeah, there's supposed to be 500 inhabitants. Could be. Um, yeah, I, I think will... it's what that was in one of the games. I think it was three. It says there were supposed to be 500 inhabitants. Uh, we only saw one. Mm-hmm. I have some suspicion that there is only one and that there was never more. And to explain that is that when it pans over the awards r- trophies, uh, you hmm. might have recognized there's a little area where the camera kind of pans over. And if you pause it, you can read it in surprisingly good detail. So. Uh, some of the awards that might lend you to believe that it is the only person there is that he won the award for best looking hair. <laughs> he also won the award for outstanding achievement in the isolation program. Oh, okay. He also was, he got a performance award for being the vault hall monitor. 
This is great. He won, the, he won the cleanest toilet award. So yeah, if you look at the bottom, that is a toilet, a golden toilet award. And it says <laughs> cleanest toilet. Uh, he also received the bravery award for eating the canned mystery meat experiment. At nice. the bottom of it, it says, we are glad you are not dead. <laughs> and he also took first place in the Halloween costume contest. So gotcha. for him to have gotten all these accolades uh, would either make him the most popular person in the vault or the only person in the vault. Hmm. So I think it's possible that you could see that maybe they're going to be releasing people um, maybe one at a time, or there might be some, you know, something where they've blocked people off. So I wouldn't be surprised that it is a um, something to do with this isolation. I'm not sure mm -hmm. how it'll necessarily tie in, but I could see it as a survival uh, type of aspect. Yeah, I definitely. It, when it did pan me, over, like yeah, one of the vault uh, spaces where it looked like it was setting up for a base, there was this one scene that was almost obvious that it's like, mm -hmm. here's some stuff. You can rearrange it, and this seems like a like tennis a, court or a, something. A sandbox, yeah, like a, like mm -hmm. a sandbox area. And then it got to me thinking more about Fallout in general and how it is almost survival RPG like. Mm -hmm. And they could do something like a State of Decay, where you have to go out, come back to the vault, you know, collect your stuff, and then yeah. build up the vault. Yep. And that's how that's where I was going. I mean, you guys said it already, but I think that they could do that sort of game too. At least I hope so. It sounds yeah. interesting. I, I think, think they'll leading that will, way. And yeah, I think, I think they'll take elements. Not Fallout 5. Yeah, right. I think they'll take elements from the Fallout Shelter mobile game that came out with mm -hmm. the managing of the vault, and they'll probably take stuff from the base building of 4. Sure. I think that's probably what we're going to see. Or we'll see a Rust or an Ark or a uh, you know the survival game in that aspect. <laughs> that is amazing, guys, that you guys have all those notes and details. Thank you for that. <laughs> I was... I, I love know, Fallout. The Fallout universe is really cool. So, oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. Great stuff. Yeah, I have another universe good. that we're really, really into, though. It's slightly different. Slightly different. Slightly. Yeah. Is it, though? It could be post apocalyptic. <laughs> it could be post apocalyptic. <laughs> um, if you haven't caught on yet, uh, we're talking about Pokemon. So, yesterday we had an uh, announcement for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee Edition. Mm. And we've seen a trailer choices. for it. Yep. Um, but pre, we'll go ahead and put this out there before people go. What? Um, this is not the Pokemon Switch game that we saw at the last E3. Okay. This is a different Pokemon game. That Pokemon game will still come out next fall, and it'll be the next generation. Um, this game, however, kind of looks uh like a remake of Yellow. They've come out and said it's not hmm. though, but it is heavily influenced. Um, it has the you know the Pokemon Pikachu and Eevee will follow you around. Uh, set in Kanto, it's got the original 151 uh, and the Alo. I don't know has Aloan Alan forms from the last game where they're like they're like in Hawaii, so they have like a more I don't know, they have like different shapes. Like there's the Executor is like a palm tree, and there's like a Frost uh, Vulpix and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it has a it's got the capture system similar to uh, Pokemon Go. Actually, I think it's the exact same capture system. That's what it looked like in the trailer anyway. Um, but it is supposed to be an RPG. They said that this is supposed to be for the people who got into Go and never really played any other Pokemon games. So this isn't really for the hardcore, you hardcore Pokemon fans out there. This is more for people who just are getting into it. Or, I hope uh, I don't know anyone like yeah. that. 
<laughs> like their only real exposure to Pokemon is Pokemon yeah. Go. There's there's people, there's people played, out there. I played Omega a little bit. That was mm-hmm. really the only one I got into, mainly because it just wasn't of my age. Like mm-hmm. when it came out, it was like, oh, that's for kids, and like, right, you know, later on. But Omega was fun. Like I enjoyed playing through that. Yeah, uh, it's going. It's being developed by Game Freak and not uh, Niantic or whatever Pokemon the original is called. The original. Mm-hmm. So right this there. is this you know this is the original play. This you know this is the original team. Um, but it does have a uh, it does have a compatibility will go where you can take your Pokemon you've caught and go. Put them in Let's Go, and then as you progress the game, you can come across them and recapture them inside the inside the Switch version. Awesome! My one hundred magic carp have something that <laughs> <you> know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, this game does yeah. have battling, so there is battling. There's trading, good, uh, and it does have something we've never seen before with local co-op, where you can run through the region with somebody else on your couch. Oh, that's they pick nice. up an, they pick up another Joy-Con. You have the other one, and you both run around and. Has double battle system, that kind of thing. So this is still on the Switch. It's just not. Yep, Pokemon it's on Switch. the Switch. So it's not Pokemon Switch, but it is on the Switch. Yep. Okay. Uh, they took away breeding. There is no more catching eggs or not catching eggs, but having eggs and you know breeding, incubating them, and then walking around and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. But that uh, that, you know, there still will be trading and battling over you know the internet or Wi-Fi. So it's not just local co-op. Uh, but they said there's not going to be any kind of competitive. Uh, matchmaking or you know that kind of thing. Okay, all yeah. right. It's set. To, it's set to release in November, uh, and it will come with a Pokeball Joy-Con, or not come with one. You can buy it separately. It's a Pokeball Joy-Con that you can put on your wrist and pretend to throw at the screen to catch the Pokemon, hmm. and uh, you can load Pokemon into it and take them. Like if you go out eat dinner somewhere, I don't know why you did this, but you can take them <laughs> with you. And you know, back in back when Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, they had the step counter. Where you could yeah. upload Pokemon to your step counter. They would get experience or how many steps you take. Right. This is this is just like that, but it's a Joy-Con accessory. So you link it to your Switch just like you would a Joy-Con and it acts like a controller. So I yeah, think this is the I think it's the first non-Joy-Con for the Switch that acts that way. That I can, that I can think of. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. The 3DS used to do that though, where you would just walk around with it, mm-hmm. and it would connect to other people's 3DSs if it if it found something. And it would mm-hmm. just send like a little message back and forth, like like you met this person, or like you walked by this this guy, or something like that. And it would be like a little hello or something, or maybe like there's a little gift or something waiting for you. So I'd encourage you to carry it around, and it did do like a little step counter. So yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. So yep, no so price it, given, no, and no microtransactions as far as we know. Because, uh, it's not Nintendo. I don't see yeah, it. But, like, <laughs> well, I mean, Pokemon Go and Sell. Pokemon Go don't have it. Yeah does have it but there yeah, this is what it is it's like a mashup right uh but so, this is this is a i think the only things it takes from go is the old catching system the catching it's like you right spin the ball but, and you curve yeah. it or whatever this is supposed to be a, this is supposed to be an rpg so i'm expecting to still have shops where you buy your pokeballs and that kind of thing and uh all right it's got a storyline to it apparently uh they said that red and blue from the original games will be in it and they will play a part in the story somehow nice i'm i'm so, more interested now yeah. I'm way more interested. <laughs> That's my so. Dream. I'm I'll probably check it out uh, to see what it is. But uh, yeah, it's that's Pokemon. So, yeah. It's Pokemon, let's go. Cool. Yep. And uh, I have one more big drop to drop on you guys. Big drop. Oh. Uh, big. Team Sonic Racing. The teaser trailer dropped because I think Walmart accidentally listed it for pre-order or something, and they're like, "Well, no one knew about this now, so we got to drop a teaser." Thanks, but man. uh. 
it looks like a realistic, and I say realistic because the cars and the environment looked quote unquote realistic uh, car oh, yeah. racing game. Did you play so, the uh, previous one, Sonic no, All Stars Racing? No, don't do that. <laughs> it, it was good. It came out on the Wii U and mm-hmm. I think some of the other consoles. Uh, but what was at first people didn't like it because you would go from like racing on wheels and then it would do this little like hover thing. And people like, oh, that's that what so stupid. And Mario then, Kart 8 does. Well, Mario <laughs> Kart 8 yeah. did it after oh. Sonic Racing. Uh, yeah, Sonic people Racing loved it. it Innovative. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun uh, now. So Nintendo you, can do that. Right. Yeah, your yeah. car like would transform uh, in that one. So when it says more realistic, I'm wondering if they're going to get away from that hover aspect. Now, mm-hmm. in Sonic Racing, you could hover, but then it would just have you hovering on like water or like a little... Right. Like Mario took it where you'd go vertical and like up mm. and down, and like they really messed with the vertigo side of things. You don't really see that in in Sonic Racing. So, mm. uh, I mean, it, it might be an interesting game to keep an eye out for, but yeah, I, I it, it'll be on all consoles, not just the uh, Switch. Yeah, and usually so. it's a value title too. I think oh, you yeah. can get it like thirty bucks pretty usually. So if you're into that, there's that coming. Yeah, cool, cool. You can't um, get enough kart racing. That is right. Yeah. So you know a game that has kart racing? It should have kart racing. It should. <laughs> it might make it a little bit better. Um, but yeah. today, I, I, when I got home, I turned on uh, Twitch and saw the PUBG Rivals series. And just about everyone was playing. Um, just a quick overview of like the people I'm following. Uh, you know, Dr. Disrespect was on there. Anthony Concon, Grimms, uh, Shroud, Lupo, Vis from uh, TSM. Wow. Uh, Swiftor and even Disguised yeah. Toast were all playing um, on teams against other teams. Uh, so it was like Doc and Vis, and then like Grimms and Anthony, and um, and they were just they were doing this special variation of PUBG that I've never really seen before, but I, I think they've done before, where you have a very small circle and you respawn after you die. And huh. The point is, you play until the timer runs out for the map. So it might be like a 20 minute map. Uh, but if you die, you just respawn and come back down. And the scoring you, oh, is based so you come on back down. kills. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And okay. the scoring is based on who, how many kills you got. And you always land with a weapon. So it'll be like uh, a shotgun or, you know, something else. So uh, that's cool. I don't think they had a lot of the sniper rifles or anything. I think it was all that medium range type of weapons. Um, there was, a, I saw a lot of shotguns uh, in the gameplay, but it made for some really intense, fast action. And I wrote down like high momentum, impactful action consisting of speed and violence. So right to Doc's little... alley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to sound a little bit like Doc there, but um, yeah, that was uh, it, it seemed like that was a more fun game to watch. Uh, so if anyone caught it, uh, hopefully you enjoyed it, and then let us know what you thought. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it'd be if it's popular enough. Maybe it'd be something they might include as a game mode. Yeah, it was entertaining. Maybe that was their ploy to have everyone watch it, see what they think, like get the Maybe. general interest, and then release it depending on what, yeah. ha- what ha- was in the chat. Well, there was a Fortnite Invitational just a, a week ago, so I'm wondering if it's not in response to that or maybe a little mm. bit more uh, to go along with that. Cool. Cool. PUBG uh, in the news, not Fortnite. Yeah. Take that, yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> to tag onto the PUBG stuff, uh, Speaking of Doc and Shroud, they're getting two custom weapon skins in the game with their with their uh, community logos and associated colors and stuff. So I don't think mm-hmm. anybody I don't think anybody else has their own weapon skins in the game, do they? 
Um, they're know. the two most popular streamers of it, and they've been so. pretty faithful. I mean, everyone yeah. else has gone Fortnite, and you know, Doc will do Fortnite from time to time, and, and Shroud occasionally, but. Um, even yeah, though Doc trash people. talks it a lot, they're PUBG people. <laughs> yeah. Well, Doc wants it to be a better game than it is. And yeah. I think everyone can agree that it's not a good enough game um, as it stands. It's got a high potential. Yeah, a lot of potential. And and it can be a lot of fun. Cool, cool. So PUBG. I think that's it for, for news. We got a yeah. uh, we got any reviews out there on, on some games? Yeah, like a uh like I said earlier, I play a little bit of State of Decay too, so I want to give a quick talk about that. Uh Precursor, I've never played the first one, so I don't know what was in the first one and what's improvements, that kind of thing. But I'm just going to talk about it in general as it is. Um, it's an open world sandbox game, if you don't already know what State of K2. If it was zombies, um, it's got a base building aspect to it where you have to get resources, um, you know, food, uh, gas, bullets, building resources, uh, meds, that kind of thing. And those are used daily because people use things apparently even in an apocalypse but uh, you can do upgrades on your buildings uh, put power in them, run water in them you have to build a toilet which is really inconvenient because it takes a whole <laughs> space up because apparently people don't know how to use other toilets uh, beds, you gotta have beds people to sleep in so it, there's a lot of you know managing resources base building kind of thing and apparently if you have too much stuff going on that makes noise and actually draws zombies to your base and you have to def- hold off a wave of zombies kind of thing um, combat isn't too deep, um, but it is just a zombie game. So you just press the melee button, you hit the zombie in the head, and you might have to hit them a couple times to kill the zombie. The shooting is just aiming down the site, you know, and then pulling the trigger to shoot them. It's not deep there, but I have to say that it, you know, as simplistic as it sounds, if you get a couple of zombies on top of you, that could be it, because they can be pretty deadly in groups, which is a uh, you know one would think so in a real situation. Uh, I haven't come across a lot of variants so far, but I have seen a couple different variants of zombies, so it's not just your typical uh, stumbling one or one that chases you. There's uh, plague zombies that have a plague, and they're the ones that bite you, and your character gets sick and will develop symptoms over time and die if they're not cured from the plague. Um, There's ones that scream and draw other zombies into it and create hordes. There's a... uh, like a feral one that jumps around and I watched someone, yeah, uh, zombie. yeah, I watched someone fight it and it was like, they, as soon as they aimed at it, it just jumped out of the shot and you're just like, Oh my God. And, uh, they actually had to run back to their base while it chased them. And, uh, even with like six other people firing and hitting the zombie, it took forever for this thing to go down. So it's I was scary. really, I was really <laughs> interested in watching this game because I played a little bit of state of K one. I, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't my kind of game, but I at least played it for like two hours and see what it was about. And mm-hmm. then I could get interested in the gameplay loop if it was good. So that's why right. I, I looked into co-playing it a little bit and see if they had changed a little bit more of that gameplay loop. And when I was watching co, the gameplay loop seems really interesting. It's like a sandbox. You drop into it, right? You're getting, yep. you're building your base, but you have to go out and get these resources. And the, and then after that, you know, you have people to, to there's quests, like there's a quest quests. system. Um, and then, of course, the the base building aspect of like uh-huh. what to choose and how it helps you, those right. things are really interesting to me. So it's almost like a spec tree of like uh-huh. picking out yeah, what you and want it's not, to do. It's not just one base. Uh, you like you know if you fill one base out and you're like oh, I really need more space, you can find a bigger, you know, more room with more slots on it, move to that base instead, and 
build it up. Um, there's I don't know if I don't know if the outpost system is new, but you can have outposts outside of your main base that benefit you like with uh, supplies in a way. Mm-hmm. But and then uh, how about how about like the gameplay loop in general for you? Was it a lot of fun? Yeah, it's really. I mean, it, I I kind of like the whole base building and resource management type of games. Yeah. Um, so I I don't I don't want to invest a lot of time into it because I couldn't sit there and play it forever. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can get into it for a little bit and go off and have a little bit of fun and be like, all right, that's enough of that. I'm gonna go do something else now. But uh, if, if it's definitely. it's fun. Yeah, it's fun for what it is, especially with Game Pass. Not cost you, yeah. know, you can just pay your ten dollars yeah. a month, or like Rob said, have the your you know the, your uh, your thing going. And it's you know it's good for that. Uh, yeah. I definitely want to pay sixty dollars for it. The thirty thirty's mm-hmm. probably a good price for what it is. It's sort of it's not a, a typical indie game, but it has a lot of that indie feel to it with what's yeah, there to do. I was going to ask about that. It, so that indie feel does that mean it's like early access type of feel like it's a little buggy. not not in that i haven't experienced a lot of bugs besides a gate like the gates will look closed but they're actually <laughs> open or and vice versa that's okay. the only thing that's i've not really too experienced bad. That's that's not too in bad. a zombie game that's a problem well, yeah that's true. you're running away <laughs> I, you're right no you're trying well, to get them out of your base and unfortunately like, <laughs> it just takes zombies a couple of hits on a gate and the gate just swings open anyway so it's not, you know, too big. But this one does add multiplayer. I don't think the first one had multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, this multiplayer is much like Far Cry 5 in that your friend joins in, he helps you, and once he leaves, he basically gets nothing for the time he spent with you. Oh. Yeah. So there is no I get progress or anything like that. I think there's an influence system where his, his character that he plays as gains influence uh, that he can take back to his other one. But which is like just a, a rep system, not really an XP or anything like that. But uh, yeah, that's all. That's all you get from it. There's no like co-op. There's no cooperative building of bases. You join and you're in your friend's game, and you're just in your friend's game to help them progress their stuff. Yeah. Which I think is what exactly Far Cry Five was. That sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, hold on, guys. Uh huh. Some break, breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, we have a VIP in in the stream. Uh, yeah, Thrust Chad has joined. He made it. He made it. Welcome, Thrust. <laughs> Thrust, welcome. It's good to have you. Breaking news. We're just we're just getting um, <laughs> finished with our game reviews for State of the K two. Yeah. So overall, what do you what do you want to give it? Uh, I give it probably a six it, and a half. Is it six too just early? for being? Just being entertaining. Okay. Six and yeah. a half. But do you feel like, like that could be a little early to, to say? Maybe. I haven't put a lot of hours into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I haven't even seen a lot of the more complex zombie things. I'm still in my first base. But uh, to add on a little bit of that, if you clear, like there's, I think, three or four maps. Uh, and once you clear one map, uh, you actually load up in a car, go to the next map, and you clear that map. So I guess really the end of the game, the goal of the game is to clear all the maps out. Mm-hmm. So I guess there is a way, uh, you know, there is a overall goal. It's not just jump in, have fun, like see a thieves kind of gameplay. There is a end goal in mind to clear everything out. So, okay. but yeah, it's a, it, you know, it's, I say, you know, six and a half, just cause I'm not saying it's not an outstanding game. You know, it's not God of War tier, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, you know, it's 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 fun to drop in and play for a little bit. It's probably what I would give Sea of Thieves. Might you say above average? Above average, yeah. There we go. All right. All right. Yeah. Above average. Cool. So we have other so, games that came out this week. Yeah, a little, little review corner. It seems like I, we've had. I is think this... I want to. I want to keep this up too. It may be something yeah. good because. Yeah. Have I mean, we played any of these, or are these all just... Uh... No, I haven't played any of these. Okay. I've been these watching the Dark wild. Souls Remastered, but yeah. I do want to inform people about games that are coming out this week and what their scores are in Metacritic. And yeah. I, I, know, I know this may be controversial, but I, I go by IGN stuff because I think they align with my tastes, but that may not align with other people's tastes, but I put it here anyway. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it so, makes sense. IGN's okay. a huge soulless corporation, so... So, yeah, so, <laughs> so there, there's that aspect over there, and then there's my aspect where I actually read the reviews, and I think that's pretty, some of them are pretty good. So, for instance, Detroit Become Human came out. It's on PS4. It's an exclusive. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Metacritic, 79 as a critic score, and then okay. 8.7 for the user score. So nearly identical. I would say nearly identical, yeah. Yeah, I didn't okay. re- read the reviews in in such because I don't really want to spoil it too much for me in case I want to play mm-hmm. it eventually. But those are your scores. Um, another game that came out for all platforms, meaning PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Yoku's Island Express. Now this, you you may have no idea what this is about, but it's nope it's, seems to be a fairly popular game and is a very different game. Uh, I want to read the description before I give you the score. Yoku's okay. Island Express is an open-world, Metroidvania-style pinball adventure. What? Seamlessly blending platform navigation with pinball mechanic, p- mechanics across a large open world. So That, that could be good. Yeah, there, there was a that. war game. There was a war game that came out that utilized the Donkey Kong controller from the... Uh, the oh, the drum game. one? Yeah, and you could do the, the drums. And it would throw the... Like the boulders at the at the castle. This is this sounds like they had a hat and they're like write, write down genres on the hat and we're gonna make a game based on whatever we pull out of this hat. That sounds and awesome. they just pulled the genre out of the hat. Open Pretty world. Much. Okay, what's next? Uh, Metroidvania. All right, one more pinball. Ah, oh. you see like everyone's eyes just like go to the ground when pinball comes out. Like, oh, who put no. that in there? That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, even like thinking back of a pinball game, other than actual pinball machines, it's like pinball, Pokemon pinball, which was an amazing game back when. And if you're thinking about it, like I, I would go for another pinball game, see how that's about. So Yoku's Island Express for for what the scores were across the board. I just did, um, I just did, uh, Metacritic's, which is 82 for critic score and 8.2 for user. That's exactly the same, basically. Okay. So, and it's on the Switch, which also for me, I may really consider that are they gonna put pinball fx on the switch or is it already like i don't know i don't know right. pinball fx is my jam that's that's the one i like to play and maybe on the i know i know there's a good one on mobile so okay. so last one is dark souls remastered it's a big one and i've personally been watching cove stream it mm-hmm. um, and there's like fourteen thousand people watching so you know that there is a following still for dark souls and this game um for ign they gave it a nine out of ten. That's that's out an outstand, outstanding, excellent score right there. Metacritic eighty six for critic score. And here's the kicker. I think this might be trolling or something like that. I don't really know. But six point two for user credit for user scores. Oh, well, here's the thing. Uh, 
that's probably mostly PC users, and Dark Souls Remastered is just an HD texture mod on top of the already existing game. From what I understand, some of the same bugs that burden the first one are still in this remastered edition. Right. There's still hackers on the online play. They didn't change, like, you know, they couldn't fix hacking. That's still there. And so this game is, looks like just a fresh coat of paint on a pre existing uh, game that was already on the market. Yeah. Gotcha. And it it looks kind of dated. Like I, it doesn't even look like Dark yeah. Souls three. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. And the remastered part for me, I mean, I was never into these before, so I couldn't even begin to tell you. But I remember they always looked a little muddy, and this still looks pretty muddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nine out of ten for IGN, and of course the critics giving a high score, maybe to a, a appease like the Dark Souls people all across the board, but then, of course, the it's, real Dark Souls people are pretty upset about it, it seems, like mm-hmm. you said. They're, yeah, they're probably just basing that off of if it, you know, what the original game got, and not taking it as a, just supposed to be a, you know, remastered version of it. Interesting context. So, yeah, if anyone out there is playing Dark Souls Remastered and like to give, and played both games of the previous and this one, I'd like to hear a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. So, and how it compares to the newer versions of uh, either Bloodborne or maybe Dark Souls Three, and just what the yeah. uh, what your thoughts are. Is it has it evolved so much that Dark Souls One is is still relevant? I I would think it'd be kind of tough to be so, even with a new coat of paint. Gotcha. Yeah, I'd like to hear about that as well. Cool. So what's next uh, on the on the agenda? Just uh, throw it out there, oh, sure. Jared. Or Blaze, Blaze in chat. He informed us there is a new beta build for WoW out right now, so there's some WoW news on that. Huh. But yeah, I just want to talk a little, just real quick on there. I did hit 120. Um, I didn't even finish two whole leveling zones, so mm. I don't know if that the speed on which leveling will stay the same, or if maybe I just did way too many quests in both zones and you know didn't spread it out evenly enough. Or maybe they gave you an XP boost for beta. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But you know, I was in war mode, so I did have the 15%. But okay. when I hit max level, I turned that off because I couldn't do any of the war campaign stuff without getting completely trolled <laughs> by the other faction. And there's really, at max level, on beta, there's really no point of having it on. It's like extra gold, and I don't really care about gold and beta. And extra AP, which it isn't even that much right now. So max level war mode is kind of... I think even Tally said this on one of his streams that max level war mode's kind of meh at best. But uh, I haven't still haven't tried the a lot of in-game content yet, and I haven't started the horde. But I'll talk about maybe that later. But let's talk about something now that uh, we teased a little bit earlier with uh, Star Wars. So uh, yeah, we had a uh, solo come out this weekend, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Rob went to go see it after my recommendation of it, but uh, I love this movie. So I don't know. What did you think about it, Rob? Um, why don't you continue with what you <laughs> want to say about it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll yeah. talk about it. Um, I'll pick up after you. The reason I probably loved it as much as I do is because of how bad of a taste that left The Last Jedi left in my mouth. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I was really sad. I didn't have I didn't have high expectations for this movie like I did for Jedi. I really had really high expectations for the Last Jedi, and with Solo, I was expecting maybe a mediocre movie, maybe even a bad one. Hmm. But uh, 
so maybe that even played a part into it. I didn't have too high of expectations to be let down. Um, when it first starts off, I have to say it feels like a different movie from what the rest of the movie is. And that may be because of uh, the whole director swap they had in the middle of uh, in the middle of uh, developing this. It's a little bit silly, and I, Rob probably knows what I'm talking about. Right before it really, really you know, the main conflict really takes off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I think I like this movie much like I liked Ant Man because it's a heist movie, and it kind of breaks the mold of what we've seen before. Uh, when Ant-Man, there was this, you know, your normal superhero movies and this one, and then Ant-Man was like, they're in a heist, they're stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. And Solo's kind of the same way. It's, they're, they're heist, they're stealing stuff. You know, it's Han Solo. It's about Han Solo and it's not, and it never mentions the Force or Jedis at all in the entirety of the movie. That's interesting. I think, That's not true. Oh. Is it not? There is it is actually... There. There's a. I don't want to get into it, but there's a certain something at the end of the movie. I'm not. That's, I'm uh, not talking about. I'm just talking about. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about, but it doesn't. Yeah. They don't ever talk about it. There's no mention of the force. Ever. That is true. They do not talk about it. There's no mention. Like I think in every single movie, even Rogue One, the force. Of course, in Rogue One, the force is mentioned, but this one, there's, there's not. It's more focused on, uh, post. Uh, you know, post empire, what's going on with the world after the empire takes over. Mm. Um, I think it, you know, puts a fresh face on what they can do with it. Uh, it had a lot of planets, a lot of different aliens, It showed kind of a, a different side of the empire. You don't normally see in the other films. And I, I kind of like that. I'm a big empire fan. So I liked it a lot. And I think that, uh, I think that both actors, Eldon, he played a good Han Solo and Donald Glover was amazing as Lando, I think. And, I think their mannerisms for the character, you know, were down pat. They had the, uh, the little quirks about them, and uh, actually played really well on screen together. But uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what I think about it. So, Rob, yeah, I'm gonna echo a lot of the same stuff. Um, I went in with low expectations. I uh, the main story is we went to Disney Springs this past weekend for my wife's and I anniversary, and we wanted to uh, kind of hang out down there and. Uh, Tropical Storm Alberto had some other ideas about uh, our spending some time outside. So we end up looking for cover and hey, guess what? Solo is not sold out. Uh, we can easily get into a seat. And it seemed oh. like it was probably true uh, nationwide because the box office for this was not very good. Um, nope. So I went in there well. kind of feeling like, all right, um, you know, wh- whatever. Like, I- I'm not going to be devastated if this is not good. And I will say it's probably one of the most fun experiences I've had watching a Star Wars movie. It's easily, uh, it's so enjoyable because it's so lighthearted in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a reflection of Ron Howard or, or Miller and Lloyd or or Lord, Um, you know, the, the Lego Batman people that had previously been the directors before they got kicked off. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of comedy and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of interesting sequences. But it is very basic in terms of plot line and yeah. kind of story twist. We'll you know, you're not going to be totally thrown off by some big reveals and stuff towards the end. Um, there is a part that looks like it's stripped straight out of Destiny. Um, uh, I'm interested. The the movie. I'm in there, there are characters that look like they could be hunters or titans from Destiny uh, running around, which was nice. pretty cool to oh, see okay. a different aspect. Yeah, you know what I'm talking nice. about. Yeah, yeah, different aspect of the uh, of the Star Wars universe and multiple heists 
in the movie. Yeah, multiple heists, not just one big heist. Yeah. Now, all of this makes me think, okay, this was better than I thought it was going to be. But I would say I'm close to loving this movie because of Donald Glover and his <laughs> spot-on impersonation of Lando Calrissian. Uh, he sounds great. just like Billy D. Williams, and he's got that that voice like down pat. And the and you know not to spoil it too much, but he's got a cape closet on the Millennium Falcon. Where he keeps <laughs> all of his capes, <laughs> and you know the humor is just spot on for it. So it really comes down to how much can you forget that Harrison Ford was Han Solo and realize like someone else yeah. can be Han Solo too. And if you can get past that, I think you'll enjoy it. Just I wouldn't go in there thinking you're going to see, you know, another empire, but it's, you'll, not. it's similar to another rogue one. Yeah, that's good. That's good news for me for someone that hasn't, has, hasn't watched it, but also I'm more interested in like, since it's a solo movie and like a prequel to like the lore of solo, am I going to feel nostalgic for, you know, Chewy, these characters and the like millennium Falcon, all these good things. Do they, do they bring, a lot of homage to all of those things. Yeah, you're yeah, you, you gotta go answers. watch okay. You gotta go back and watch the other ones. Nice. They they, they throw a lot of they pepper a lot of uh like little bitty things in. I think they mentioned Bosk at one point, yep. which was one of the bounty hunters from uh Return of the Jedi. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you can pick up on if you're a big Star Wars fan. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I'm now happy. I will I will say it is not a perfect story. There are parts where it's just like, okay, let, let's get it moving along. But there's enough in there. I think Woody Harrelson's really good. I think his mm-hmm. gunslinging is cool. And I think the way that Han Solo becomes Han Solo, because this is really how he goes from streeter Being to nobody. It's, it's almost like Aladdin, yeah. right? <laughs> it's almost like that's kind of. Yeah, you're kind of right. <laughs> well, it kind of follows some of that. Minus, yeah. minus the genie. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> there's some. There's L3 in there. It's kind of a genie like. Yeah, so. kind of. Um, and, and there's, yeah, I will also say L3 was probably second favorite character in there for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, if you like the, what was the name of the robot from Rogue One? Uh, yeah. Uh, if you, if you like that robot, you'll like L3. Alan Tudyk bot. Yep. Alan Tudyk bot. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw it up at a, um, uh, a 7.5 out of 10, which is going to be like, it's it's not in that great territory, but it's definitely better than your average. Um, I, mm-hmm. I put it, it's a good movie. And I think if you go in thinking, hey, I'd like to see a good movie, I don't think you'll be totally disappointed with it. Now, if you're looking for a Star Wars saga, you, you're probably going to be a little disappointed, except for the last five minutes of the movie where they do a bunch yeah. of world building in five minutes. That's really, I mean, I blew, I blew my mind, but uh, I would say I would give it an eight. So, oh, you said you loved it. So I, I, I did. I would have thought I you it. had I, a little higher than that. Well, I, I graded on, I guess, being a critical from it. But okay. when I put it on a list, I guess that's more of an entertainment. And my list was more. Uh, All right. Well, yeah, let's my talk list about was more list. Oh and gosh. Some uh, concerns I have about this, and I think Thrust yeah. kind of shares some of my concerns. So I'm glad he's here to back me up. Um. So <laughs> what is what's what's the concerns? So let's let's read off your list real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So your number one is Empire Strikes Back. And yep. I agree with you on that. And I think any sane Star Wars fan is also going to agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty easy. Your number two, though, had me scratching my head. Revenge of the Sith. Yep. So the third prequel. 
Yep. Was your second I, best Star Wars movie. I really enjoy that film a lot. Okay. And Keep going. There, okay, there's a part where you and McGregor gets thrown across the ground like a like a rag doll, and then a bridge falls on his head. That's the <laughs> second one. No, that's the third one. It is the very. It's the beginning. Oh the yeah, okay. One. I got you. I got you saying. <laughs> it looks yep. I got you so saying. corny, and it takes me out of the movie forever. Like I'll always think of that part when I think of that movie. Also, um, uh, also Obi Wan Kenobi cut his friend's legs and arms off and left them to die next to lava. Yeah. That's not exactly a heroic <laughs> thing to do. I mean, look at the circumstances. And then I would have done the same thing at the end. Yep. I mean, <laughs> you got to tie it into the fourth one somehow. All right. Okay. Uh, so my number two was A New Hope. So I'm going, I like the old retro, you know, the original. Um, I can see why. I, I don't know. With the other ones, I like A New Hope. But with all the other ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know it just—it's hard to put a new hope so high when you have all these other ones out. Because I think because new hope it started feels really weird. so much, and it feels so mm-hmm. pure as far as a Star Wars experience, and that's—that's that's just why I'm putting it there. Of course, it's all you know in context. Right, Ewoks. it's all prep. Yeah, yeah. I like Ewoks, so, so you know. <laughs> well, we're, we're not there yet, and that might be a bit of a surprise as we go on. Uh, so number three for uh, for Mr. Brandon here was Solo. So Solo yep. logged in Ooh. at number three out of ten all-time Star Wars best movies. Um, I put out of out of movies I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, about best movies. So I put Force Awakens. I thought the Force Awakens uh, solidly was my number three uh, overall. So that puts two of the originals followed by the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I <laughs> I just I'm not a fan of the new sequel so far, and Force Awakens to me felt like a new hope. Right. With different Which, actors. As you can see why I would put it up so high. Yeah, I, like I could see that. New Hope. So uh, so number four, you had Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And on this, we're going to agree. Rogue One, I think, is the fourth best uh, Star Wars movie. Um, it's got a lot of fan service, and there are some corny parts. But overall, it's very enjoyable. And I think it's a solid movie uh, end-to-end, although there's certainly some weaknesses when it comes to some of the characters. Like, you just didn't care about a lot of the rogue one characters at the end of it no you can't really <laughs> right <laughs> for number five you had the phantom menace which made my brain explode a little bit i love the phantom i don't know why people hate on the phantom menace i like so the phantom much. menace too i like at it too. number five that means it is better than five other star wars movies i can't in my heart of hearts mm-hmm. i can't i can't adjust. like i just said i don't like the sequels <laughs> so. <laughs> all right so for number five i have the last jedi um, I really enjoyed it. I think it was a good but challenging movie, and it kind of took expectations and, of course, spun them around. So it was a very brave movie, and for that, I ne- I'm going to give him credit. It also has my favorite scene of any Star Wars movie of all time, and that, as we all know, is the jump to hyperspace through the Dreadnought. That's cool. It was pretty amazing. Uh, number six, you have Return of the Jedi, uh, which I also have number six. Uh, it wasn't great. Um, we're starting to the the curve is going down a little bit, but it's still we're still in good Star Wars movie territory. Yeah. I think all Star Wars movies are good. Yeah. Well, I don't totally agree with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is where I have good but flawed, and that's going to take number seven, uh, which you had as a New Hope. Uh, that's where I put Solo. So Solo to me is the number seven overall Star Wars movie, which shows you just how strong the Star Wars franchise is because I consider everything Solo and above to be good movies so okay. from that point 
you'll notice I haven't mentioned any of the prequels yet. <laughs> um, at number eight, uh, you had The Force Awakens. And for number eight, I have uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, I probably could have bumped that over solo, but there's just enough on the Return of the Sith that I just didn't love, especially that end sequence. I felt like Obi-Wan wasn't enough of a hero, and he wasn't the same guy that Alex Guinness was at the beginning of A New Hope, especially when you're thinking about how he would reminisce about his old friend Anakin Skywalker and then cut off his arms and legs and left him to die in the Well, I mean, I don't want don't to you know debate too much on that, but at that point, was he Anakin anymore or was he Darth Vader? Um, at that and, point in the film. So in Star Wars A New Hope, Obi-Wan Kenobi challenges him that there's still good in you. I believe that. And say that. And he uh, he did not necessarily believe that when he left him by the lava to die with no legs and arms. Uh, so it's a <laughs> this could be a whole other episode, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. Oh, we're going to have the Kenobi. You know, the Kenobi movie. Maybe something in that Kenobi movie yeah. will. I would be interested to see it. Maybe how he reconciles. I hope he's just super guilty about it because that I'm was sure. a dick thing to do. Sorry. <laughs> That's, uh, not not a very Jedi-like thing to do, despite whatever it might have been. It, they were like brothers, I would like to believe, or even father. That and was son a line. Type that of relationship. Quite a line. And uh, not not so much. Not so much. Uh, so just to wrap it up, we're nearing the end here. At number nine, I had Phantom Menace. You had uh, The Last Jedi. Obviously, you really disliked that. And we both agree on yes. Attack of the Clones as the worst overall Star Wars movie uh, outside of. Me. Uh, a Star Wars holiday special, and Which is he, he we're not going to count. <laughs> there probably wasn't yeah. Ewok film somewhere there too, but uh, I wanted to give my just rundown. I'm not going to explain it, but five, six, Force Awakens, four, Rogue One, one, three, uh, the Last Jedi, and then two. That's wow. my breakdown. I like that we we have a lot of very like we all, all three of us have very similar placings, but in the middle, it's kind of a little flopped in places. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think that's and I think that's good because there's always open for debate on Star Wars. But I think we can all agree we all love Star Wars. We're Star Wars fans, so yeah. Um, yeah. you know. But the prequels <laughs> they, they hurt me. Blaze, I, I like number one, two prequels. <laughs> that's a good Star Wars talk, though. Good Star Wars. Yeah, talk. good. Good Excellent. Star Wars talk. Cool. Yeah, so, so not a lot of TV news this week. So do we just want to no. jump straight into comics? Yeah, let's go all ahead right. and get into our comic stuff. Cool. So, uh, so in keeping with my theme, uh, I'm going to review a series from uh, Marvel released in 2016 called Han Solo. So, nice. somewhat fitting, right? Absolutely. Uh, so kind yeah, of. it was a it was a comic series uh, released um, that placed itself in between Episode Four and Episode Five. So it was after Han has met Leia and Luke, but before mm-hmm. the events of. Um, Empire Strikes Back. When he really doesn't consider himself part of the Rebellion. Right. Well, at this point, and, and I'll tell you, the, the general gist of this whole comic series is Han Solo going from smuggler and mercenary to having feelings <laughs> that he might have a place within this Rebellion. So he's torn, and it kind of shows some of that struggle there. Uh so it's kind of a character study, and I like when they decompose characters and and put them out in different places. I think we talked a little bit about back when when I did the Thor and Hulk buddy up movie or buddy up series, mm-hmm. where they were kind of showing like the weaknesses and the strengths of each of them. Uh, it kind of does something similar here. So 
Uh, the way it starts off is Han is uh, is uh, approached on a planet. Uh, he's in a cantina, and he recognizes some people that he saw on the last planet. So he says, the only thing you do when you see people that you recognize from the last planet is run, because you know that they're Makes looking sense. for you. Uh, so, of course, they catch him, and it turns out that they're from Leia. And Leia is, is summoning him to come and uh, uh, report back because they have need of his help. Uh, so at this point, this is before you know the uh, Hoth. you know the the hooking yeah. up of uh, of Leia and Han. So they haven't they haven't really uh, become an item yet. So at this point, there there's still a little bit of that tension, but nothing's actually there yet. Um, so she uh, she calls them all the way back to the to the rebel base, and she asks if they can borrow the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. He basically <laughs> says what you might expect Han Solo to say is. Uh, I am the only one that drives this thing. No one else is taking. Yep. 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 So they say, well, okay, well, there's a mission uh, that goes along with this and you'd have to agree to do this. Um, So there are three uh, informants that happen to be on some planets that are along the line of a great race, which is known as the dragon's void. And it's a, uh, it's an intergalactic base that's done every, every space year, I guess. And um, it goes basically from planet to planet and they, it's whoever survives through and makes it past the finish line on the last day. So it's a multi-day race and they take pauses in, at each planet. So they do that. It's kind of a weird race that you stop, uh, but that is what happens. Uh, so they stop and at each planet, he has to locate uh, one of the informants. Uh, so he's... Uh, what he determines as he's rescuing these informants is that one of them is actually a double agent. So he's trying to bomb. So he can either figure out who the double agent is, or he can focus on the race. So it really comes down to where is his priorities? You know, is he with the rebellion or is he in it for the glory? Because if he wins this race, he still gets all the fame and glory and money that goes along with winning the race. Mm -hmm. But if he, you know, devotes time towards, you know, actually solving the mystery, it takes him out of winning this race. Uh, so it's an interesting dynamic. It's uh, it's four series or four comics. Uh, so only about 80, 88 pages or so of overall, uh, of overall story. Um, it is a little silly. Uh, I think it's written for maybe a little bit like a young, young adult audience, maybe, uh, you know, uh, definitely young adult uh, is where I'd place it. Uh, but it's why. Yeah. It's fun. It's got good art. Um, and, it's pretty classic Han. So if you like his mannerisms, you'll like him in this story. And for that, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10 overall. So I think it's in that, uh, you know, it's good. And I think it's deserving every time. Um, And to help celebrate the new movie coming out, it's of course on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, If you didn't somehow already snag it for a dollar from Amazon uh, during one of the previous sales. Oh, nice. How are we not sponsored by Comicsology? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they get a plug every episode. They're oh, so yeah. cheap. Like there's it's and for for everyone listening, Comicsology is just the way that I consume comics. If you have a fre- uh, you know, friendly local uh, comic store that you go to, more power to you. I don't have one around here to go to that's reasonable for me to actually go to. So mm-hmm. I have to consume things digitally. That's uh, you know, that's really the only way that I'm able to do so, but um, you know, if you're interested in getting into comics or you're, or you're thinking about just checking some out, 
the unlimited is a great way to just read basically have a library of thousands of comics available to you and then you get an opportunity to kind of get ones recommended to you after you read and review uh the ones that you're that you look at so um i think the important message is get into comics and start reading comics um any way that you can and if you have a preferred way of doing it that's great but overall the entire industry does better if more people are reading so hopefully sure. if more people read however you can good stuff and we're promoting this by having Rob doing the, the reviews, and we love to hear all of this stuff, especially with his timely, um, timely uh, uh, choices with with comics. Yeah, it's always timely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how we're, I don't know what will be going forward, considering our. Well, I'm taking some recommendations, and actually, uh, someone old, asked me to review my series. That is actually, I don't want to spoil it, so I won't say what I think of the okay. series yet. But a series I've read before. Okay. So we'll talk about that next week. Like it. Cool. Cool. Uh, we're pretty close on time. Do we want to do twenty questions? I think or... we should. Let's bring it should. back. And we have some chat people. We have some chat too. So yeah. they can help. We us have out. some chat in here. So uh yeah, I guess uh I have a game in mind, so I guess we take it away. Awesome. All right. So let's uh let's do what we normally do. Let's uh let's get a year on this thing. So uh was this put out after the year two thousand? Uh, no. Okay. Um, is this after? I mean, we can always assume that it's like not, it's not an old, old like Atari or anything like that. Maybe 1995 after. Is it? Yeah, is this 1995 after? Actually, yes. Okay. So we're thinking Super NES, N64. Uh, I, I think Super NES is probably before that. 95 puts it. Closer to the Nintendo 64 range. Okay. And then PlayStation, think, the PlayStation era. Yeah, obviously PlayStation, uh, Saturn, if he if he rolls that way. I don't think he does. <laughs> does um, anyone? <laughs> I I did not. No, I wish I did, though. Right. No, no, I don't roll that way. Yeah. There we go. Hey, there's, already, there's already a hint there. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's get a... Uh, let's find out. Okay, is this an exclusive? Is this exclusive to a platform? Yes. Okay. okay. Yo. So is which it exclusive one? to a Nintendo platform? Yes. There you go. Mm. Okay. Um, did this come out on the Nintendo 64? No. Mm. Okay. Handheld. All right. Handheld. Or Virtual Boy. <laughs> of course. We can't, we can't forget Virtual Boy. We right. Um, do we want to ask for the game? At that time, Game Boy Advanced, right? I assume. I think it was. I'm going to say it was. But I, we can, we can... was 2002? Advanced? 2001, 2002? Uh, probably two, maybe 2000. Yeah. All right. So the original Game Boy is what you're saying. Okay. I'm going to guess this is probably Game Boy Color. Color? Yeah. So I don't want to ask that question. Maybe go I with genre. Should, uh, I think you we want to... Yeah. You want to lock it down? All right. Yeah, I think for the Game Boy Color. This is not for the Game Boy Color. Oh, maybe, maybe I don't think it was Advance. Chat, help us out. Was Advance before? Google it for us. <laughs> Do not. Yeah, th th this needs to be your own. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, hey, I, uh, what's out there? Rob is the cutest. <laughs> from from Bye. a guy who would really know. Hey, the name is Hey, you're Bye. really cute. Bye. Hey, you're really cute. Rob is cutest. Rob is cutest. Oh, all right, great. all right. Um, 
so yeah, we this is playing a game, twenty questions, making sure that of course don't Google it, kind of ruins the fun. But mm-hmm. we're searching for <laughs> the Nintendo platform in after ninety five before two thousand. Uh, it's not N sixty four and it's not Game Boy Color. So if you can help us out there, I we're thinking. I was saying Game Boy Advance, but you're. I don't know. I thought it came out before that. Nintendo platform is well. I mean, it could be. Well, you went ninety five, so I mean, I guess it could be at the tail end. Of, at the SNES. Uh, SNES, it a, yeah. It could be. Yeah, let's ask. Go for it. Okay, was it on the Super Nintendo? It was not. Uh, See, oh, we're getting man. tricked. We're getting tricked so bad. Bamboozled, really. Yeah. What other Nintendo systems? Advance was before 05. Well, that's cool that it was before 05. We're in the 95. Yeah, 95. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working in a five-year period here. So, I, don't, I don't know. I, oh, man, it's got to be. Because there's no other Nintendo boy. platforms. I <laughs> you guys may be overthinking just a little bit. Overthinking. So platforms. we said Nintendo 64. As a platform. Yeah. 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 There's only, there's only ones we know of. 64, SNES. Hold on, let's, well, let's think Game outside. Game Boy Color. Here. Got Game Boy Color. Got, and it was it was a Nintendo platform. It is. And it was not Super Nintendo. It was not Game Boy Color. It was not, we don't know if it was Game Boy Advance. We don't think it was because of the time. Uh, we know it wasn't Nintendo 64. And we know it wasn't... Um, it's exclusive to Nintendo. Yeah, this game is exclusive to Nintendo. Chat, what else? Uh, what else was out? We there? should have asked if it was a handheld or console, right? Maybe then that, yeah, that point. Yeah, I think that's fair to ask. So, is this at this point? We already asked the consoles. It has to be a handheld that we don't know of, right? So, is this a, is this a on was this released on a handheld? Yes. Okay, so it has to be advanced. Oh, you know what? Not necessarily. Why? Well, yeah. Let's find out. Let's just ask if it's on that. Because it could be they, yeah, they put other things is, out like on watches. Then right? I don't want really. Yeah, it, Nintendo Watch as a platform. Yeah, still, you guys are still overthinking it. Yeah. All right. Is this on? Is this on Game Boy Advance? This is not. Damn it! What is what? What is there? Now I'm talking about the release, like what it released on. What it released on. Yeah, those are all the platforms that we. we There's one that you guys are kind of leaving out. I mean, SNES 64. Game Boy, Game oh, it was like Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. Those are the four, the four that we mentioned. It's not, it has not been released on any of those. Man, right? You said, you said it. I will, I will say that you said it. It's only Game Boy, Boy. the regular Game Boy. Okay, there you go, there you go. Oh, in nineteen nine, in <laughs> so from ninety five to two thousand, there was a. When was Pokemon okay, released? So, so Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, when was Pokemon released? Was it Pokemon? Yellow. <laughs> Don't say that now. I did. Um, I said it. So, 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 and the and the, and the, that's my guess. That's that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Came up with a very timely. Uh, okay. Timely okay. To okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, I told you, you guys are yeah. overthinking. We're really yeah. overthinking this. Yep. Went, You're right. Went, You're right. <laughs> I went to visit my cousin. Um, in the like summer of like '98 or something, and he had just gotten uh, Pokemon Yellow, and it it didn't occur to me that it was still in the original Game Boy. 
That's so crazy. It feels like that was so like I felt like it'd be done by then. But yeah, advanced didn't come out till after two thousand, and color was just like a very like it could have been on color because yellow. The reason it doesn't feel the reason it doesn't feel like it's on color is because they like totally remade all the sprites. They didn't redid all the. You know, they redid everything about the game mm-hmm. when they came out with Yellow. That is crazy, yeah. And I think you're, yeah, I yeah. think you're definitely right about the Game Boy Advance. It was way after. Yeah, <laughs> I have to say you could play it on the Game Boy Advance, but that's not <laughs> what it came out on. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think Color, Color was already out around that same time frame. But they, uh, this came but out in '98, was... so yeah, <laughs> Yellow came out. in We didn't so. guess Game Boy Pocket. We we forgot the we forgot to mention Game Boy Pocket. Did we? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also forgot the little little Dreamcast uh, things that would plug into the controller. Oh, and you, could, yeah. <laughs> you could grow the little. So thing. actually, color color came out awesome. uh, one month after Yellow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Good stuff, everyone. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thanks for hanging with us. Um, you know, thrust for it, it must be. Dropping back in two days from now in, in where in, yeah where you're from <laughs> in so, the uh, was it the UK yeah right yeah yeah so that's yeah, telling everyone it's thank be you yeah thank you so much for joining us and yeah, and, and it's right. always it's, it's always tonight. better with uh with some live stream and some some viewers uh, which you know comes to, comes to say you know with more community members even in Pixel Pub and our gaming network it is always fun to have more gamers and we're at 7600 we hit on discord which is crazy just crazy and that is part of the pixel pub gaming network so pixelpub.com you can visit that that has information gaming.com pixelpubgaming.com that's right thank you and then that's that's for all of our you know we have world of warcraft guild the bama pajamas we have uh, wrath incarnate for destiny 2 we have arc servers we have minecraft server we got all this stuff visit that site uh, we have information on our podcast as well, right on the front page, and information about us, the staff. It has a staff page. Yes, they don't get paid, but they have a staff page and they have a picture on there. Still waiting on my check. Yeah. <laughs> and benefits. And benefits. So uh, yeah, visit that. They have a, have it has our gamer tags, and of course, visit the Discord. That's where we all meet. That's where we all discuss, you know, comics, whatever it may be, games, new stuff coming out. We there is almost a community for every major. Uh, game out right now absolutely mm-hmm. so yeah yeah it's good stuff like uh like the rss even arc server it's a big arc server is booming yeah it's booming so. yeah absolutely and it's definitely bad. if you yeah. want to talk to us directly uh the we talk nerd podcast channel on discord um i'm always checking it out so if you've got questions or uh you know feedback on the show or things like you'd like to hear us talk about get on there drop a line uh, i guarantee okay. we'll read it and we'll uh, talk about Star Wars a lot this week. Yeah, talk a lot like about that. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of goes yeah. up and down in terms of the, um, you know, the participation on that channel. But I feel like it's, uh, you know, it's a good place that you can talk about whatever. So nothing is. Yeah, off we'll topic. talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, nothing is. <laughs> obviously, some things are taboo, but uh, nothing is necessarily off topic. Yeah. So you want to talk comics, movies, games, whatever. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. And uh, I. Kind of sound like Bob Barker now, but I also want to make sure you know that for the Bad Mamma Gemma's on WoW, Alliance on Sargeras, and Bleeding Hollow for the Horde. And I do want to say next week, it's Spade and Neutered Pets. Yeah. I do want to uh, bring up, I don't know if Rob might watch this over the week, but the newest season of uh, The Toys That Made Us is out, and I might oh, cool. uh, review that next week. Which one are they doing? 
Uh, I haven't actually looked to see what the what the current episodes are, but uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch them. Guesses. I'm gonna take some guesses. So I don't. So the first one they did was Star Wars. That was the very first one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they had uh, GI Joe, Barbie, and He Man. Uh, not necessarily mm-hmm. in that order, but those were the four. So I got a feeling they're gonna go over um, Lego. Yeah, the rest Star Trek. I think Lego. Oh, yeah. did they say Star Trek? I think Star Trek is one. I'm okay. I'm pulling the list up. Just give me a second. All right. Um, I'm wondering if you might not also see. Um, Season two, first one, Star Trek. Okay. Two Transformers. Three uh, yeah, Lego. Transformers makes sense. Transformers. Three Lego sure. and four Hello Kitty. All right. I guess, oh. yeah. Now I'll be honest with you. That Barbie one, I didn't think I was going to enjoy very much. But it's interesting. There was a lot of interesting <laughs> info, like where Barbie actually came from. She was directly copied from a German prostitute doll. Oh yeah. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure I'm going to watch it and I'll talk about it next week. I don't know if Rob will get a chance, but maybe we can, uh, we can talk about it together next week. Sounds, yeah, awesome. sounds good. We'll definitely do that. All right. Well, uh, we've already ran pretty long, so, uh, I guess we'll see you guys later out there. Thanks for All watching. Right. Bye. See y'all.